right, time for a confession. This was my favorite episode that we've done so far. We're only about five episodes in, but I don't think I've had more fun talking about a bad movie or laughing with friends than I have for this episode. We had two of our closest friends with us, Daniel and Danielle Ott, and they picked the movie Stalked by My Doctor, Patient's Revenge, and it was fantastic. So I hope that you enjoy all of the content of this episode. Now I will warn you, the audio quality is not as great as it usually is, but I tried my hardest to get it to sound right. I hope that you can forgive us, and we will make sure that it is significantly better next time. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode. consensus on any of these reviews whether or not this was purposefully bad or purposefully good no it was a lifetime movie so it had to be made on purpose to be good do you think it was made to be good i do yeah i think it was serious (laughs) i don't think any yeah because it was yeah no that was not i don't think anyone was like thought through it and was like Let's make this funny. Right. Well, no, no. I think I think they did add some parts to make it funny, but I think someone was like seriously watching the movie. Like this is my greatest <laughs> achievement. I mean, they this movie was very relevant. I found yeah. It dealt with me some too. pretty <laughs> some pretty <laughs> common issue or pretty modern issues. Yeah. So. Um, but we'll get into all that in a second. Welcome to Bad Movie Date Night, the show where we take you, the audience, inside our thoughts and opinions of a bad movie that I watched with my wife on our date night. I'm Nigel from a journeyintofilm.com, and with me is Caitlin. Hello. And we are super excited this week because we have our first guests on our show. Um, this is some friends of ours who agreed to be our guinea pigs, Daniel and Danielle Ott. Hello. Hi. And so... We asked them to pick the movie, and they picked Stalked by My Doctor, Patient's Revenge. Thanks, guys. We <laughs> really appreciate it. I'm almost, like, embarrassed to say we recommended yeah. this movie. No, you should be proud to have recommended this movie. You guys found a gem. This is a Lifetime movie that was written and directed by Doug Campbell, starring Eric Roberts, Anna Marie Dobbins, and Brianna Joy. Not going to try to pronounce that last name. This movie was nuts. Before we get into everything, I have to ask you guys, where did you find this movie? (laughs) (laughs) Unashamedly, the Lifetime channel. (laughs) We were on like some sort of Lifetime channel binge. We we had watched a ton of different um, Lifetime ones, and they, they actually have this like series. I think it's like Psycho Sundays. Psycho Sundays. Yeah. Yep. It started off as Christmas movies. We were looking for Christmas yeah, movies. Yeah. And we couldn't find any that we liked. And then we were like, oh, Psycho Sunday. And Can't so, say yeah. no to that. So we started watching Psycho Sunday. So we watched tons of movies about crazy people killing other people. <laughs> and, um, and, and then we came across this one. And 
I don't even know if we actually looked at the title. Like, I mean, because when we went to try to find it for this, for mm-hmm. to be on here tonight, um, we were struggling with finding this movie. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't remember what it was called. And so, yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. So we went into it completely blind, just was like, yep, let's watch the next one. And this, is, this is what came up. So. Which was perfect because going into it, like you told us to go into a blind and like I, I saw the title obviously, but I didn't know what to like no. completely different than what I expected it to yeah. be. <laughs> I need to know, did you watch the the first one? No, no. no. No, we had just this one. Yeah. We so, didn't so, know that there were ones yeah. before that. There was two before this one. This is the third. Yeah. And so I think that's what really made it one of the worst movies for us was because we we also like going into it we were totally blind so we didn't know why a lot was going on so then we were yeah we might get into this but we ended up siding with the psycho a lot of times because we were like he's misunderstood <laughs> so yeah <laughs> the thing that I thought was so funny throughout the whole thing and like I kept, I was for the first out of all the movies we've watched so far, I was yelling at our TV screen <laughs> watching this. His, spl- I don't know if it's like a split personality, yeah. but like his conscience or whatever yeah. made more sense than anybody right? in the yes. entire movie. Yes. yes. He was my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I also like to think that the reason he, the doctor, uh, played by Eric Roberts, sounded intoxicated so much of the time was because of how much his mental self was drinking <laughs> the whole thing. Well, before we get into the actual, actual summary of the movie, um, we do have our opening guest questions because this is bad movie date night, not just bad movie talk. Um, so you guys have been married just a little bit longer than we have. You have a darling little boy who's been <laughs> crying off and on while we record. Um, but we also want to know, like, where did you guys meet? How long have you been together? And, well, again, we'll just start there. Okay. Um, we met for the first time, um, in, when we were in kids' church. Um, we were, like, how old? Like, eight and six? Seven? Eight and seven? Eight and seven, yeah. Eight, eight, nine or seven? Yeah, like that. Um, and then uh, we were at the same church for a long time, but um, um, we had we had similar friends, but different friend groups. So I, and we're also eight and nine, so we were <laughs> <laughs> interested Some in real each other. Serious stuff. Yeah, I actually was um, not a fan of her uh, for the most part because everyone called her Danny, and I thought it was a boy's name, and I was very offended by that. So I was like. No, her name is Danielle. So I would tell people, no, her name is Danielle. Because <laughs> I was so mad that people would call her Danny. I was like, that's such... Yeah, so I was not into her. Um, and then um, it was like, how many, how many years later? I mean, you were, I guess... About eight years later. Yeah, eight years later. Um I had my family had gone to a new church her family had gone to a new church and then she actually came to my youth group and then um, met her again and um, I realized a lot had changed in eight years <laughs> and, and she wasn't as much of a boy as I remembered and so, um, so yeah and then I have to I have to say 
Um, I thought I was super smooth um, with the whole like, hey. When he was 15. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was super smooth. Um, so I, I remember it being like I was just so like James Bond about it. But <laughs> I, looking back, I realized that I um, went directly home from youth group and messaged her and said, hey, it was nice seeing you at youth group. Like super smooth. <laughs> And then she writes back and says something like, yeah, I really appreciated, like, this message. It really spoke to me. And then um, I went on and, and I was like, well, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, not as smooth as I thought, but, uh, yeah. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Almost 10 years later. So yeah. it must have worked. Yeah. yeah. It must have worked. Yeah. So. Planted a seed. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So... Obviously, you guys are not movie people to the same level that no. me and or Caitlin and I are. So, uh, when you're not indulging your friends and watching bad movies <laughs> for their podcasts, uh, do you guys like what kind of hobbies do you guys do together, or activities, or you know? So, main things we are working on our house always for homeowners. So we're constantly. Renovating something, fixing something up, something's broken, always working on our house. It's our never-ending project, which is a lot of fun. We're learning a lot. And then playing with our son, and then watching Netflix, particularly re-watching The Office. So, always. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, my sister closed on her house on Friday, Oh. and she's been painting for the past couple of days before she moves in this weekend, coming weekend, and... I, it was her birthday today, so I said, you know, I called her and said, you know, how's the house going? And she's like, well, we're going over to paint tonight on my birthday, so not great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just waiting for her, for it to sink in, like, owning a house involves work and yep. upkeep. Because yep. yep. she, she's, she still lives with my parents, like, so that's going to be a huge, yeah. huge shock for her. Yes. Um, and you guys have been together a long time. You guys mm -hmm. have hobbies together. Do you guys have a particularly specific favorite thing about being married with each other? Say for me, it's just always having someone around, especially since I've known Daniel for so long. We've just gone through so much of life together. He just knows everything about me. We do everything together, get to experience everything together. It's never alone. And particularly, particularly about being married instead of like dating or engaged, there's not like the... All right, well, let's see you tomorrow. What, yeah. What's the plan for tomorrow? It's just like he's just there, which is awesome. Yeah. I would say um, having a helper, like you're never really alone. Um, so you always have someone there that can help you do anything or brainstorm or um, work through a problem or stuff like that. Um, I, I mean almost almost half my life has have been with Danielle so um now it's I'm I don't even really remember what it's like to be <laughs> yeah. alone no. exactly <laughs> so um I think if Danielle died I would die because I, <laughs> I don't yeah it, it'd be like the notebook <laughs> yeah. Caleb would be raised by dogs <laughs> it would be an interesting movie in and of itself we do have two dogs so yeah it makes it interesting to swing it back into the movie questions. What is your favorite good movie and favorite bad movie? And I forgot to delete the favorite bad movie part because oh. obviously 
this, this is, is the your closest favorite thing to a <laughs> I figured this is what, yeah. So your favorite good movie. And why? So I think jointly, like our favorite movie, our favorite good movie to watch together would be Date Night with Steve Carell and Tina Fey. That's, That's a funny one. Yeah. very yeah. fitting, too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it is. It's like, it's amazing. I usually am not one to watch movies, like, multiple times. Usually, like, I watch a movie once and I'm like, all right, cool, saw it, good. But with Date Night, it's so relevant, especially, like, now that we're married and we have a kid and we have a house and we have jobs. It's just, like, watching that movie feels so <laughs> relevant. I feel so personally attacked with that movie, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I agree with the joint one. Um, my personal favorite is Princess Bride, and it will be the rest of my life. Um, I'll never see a movie that will change that. Um, so, yeah, Princess Bride. I mean, I even have a, my license plate. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> represents that. So, yeah. That's really cool. All right. And then kind of last question. Well, not it is the last question. Uh Let's say that you guys have had a long week. You decide you're going to take some time for yourselves. You know, you put Caleb down into bed and you say, you know what? We're going to we're going to find a new movie on Netflix or something. I call this the Netflix and chill question. (laughs) What is your like personal routine? Like, what do you find necessary? Like if you're actually going to plan to have a date night with a movie or Or something like that. Yeah. Or even binging a TV show. Like, if you're, I guess the better way to word it is if you're going to be intentional about your time watching something, what do you need for that to be comfy, cozy, mm. whatever you need? Snacks. Yeah. What's your favorite binge watching TV show snack or movie snacks? Gardettos, definitely. Um, you some, always make popcorn. Yeah, popcorn. Homemade popcorn. Mm-hmm. Um... Maybe a smoothie, because then you got the cold, sweet with the salty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've done like root beer floats and stuff before. Yeah, and blankets, different blankets. Lots oh yeah, blankets. Yeah, that was well thought out with the smoothie. I like it. It's got that balance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you gotta you gotta throw something a little healthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call the sodium. <laughs> you uh, mean smoothie? I mean milkshakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works. <laughs> Well, awesome. Uh, and like I said, I really appreciate you guys being on here. I really, I loved this movie pick. Do you, What were your initial thoughts whenever you were watching this for the first time? And what were your thoughts watching it this time in oh. preparation for it? Yeah, there was a big difference between watching it. The, the We had forgotten a lot, but yeah. so the first time we watched it, man, we, we were confused. <laughs> so confused. <laughs> um... Yeah, like we, like I said, we, because we were so confused, we ended up feeling really bad for the teacher, which I guess he's a doctor, which again, (laughs) to us, he was just a teacher. He Uh, wasn't a doctor, mm -hmm. but he's a doctor because of all the other movies. Right. Okay. And so, um, so there's flashbacks in the beginning, but we were still like, he has split personality. (laughs) Like, this is so confusing. And we're like. I, we don't understand. Like, why is everyone so mean? And and like, he hasn't really done anything. And then his he was taking pictures, but like, I mean, he's just a. He seemed like creepy, yeah. but like, for the most part, harmless. With a heart of gold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With a heart of gold. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so we like we ended up we were very confused, and then like in later in the part where there's I don't know, are we gonna talk, how are we gonna yeah you can go ahead and just later when when the girl is tied up, we were like. Did he do that? It did. Like we were legitimately confused. <laughs> like, was this his split personality? Was this in one of those moments? Like, and then how did he get up there? And then when did so? There we, were so many times we paused it, and then we had to like talk it out. Yeah. <laughs> since they have his split personality, where like you'll be watching something that you know is happening, and then suddenly you're like, "This is weird. I feel like this isn't real." And then like suddenly his split personality is there, and you're like, "Okay, no, this was definitely a split personality." thing but like when did it transition into mm-hmm. that so there was a lot where you were like I don't know if this is real or not until the <laughs> end of the movie when you're like I don't know I guess it was, <laughs> it was. Uh, and it was because yeah. like because of how they did it it wasn't it was sloppy mm-hmm. it wasn't like memento where you're like whoa mind trip it was like they were just sloppy and messed <laughs> it up and so became a mind trip because yeah. they were sloppy so that's why we were like, I don't even know. But then watching it the second time, or this this time right um, on Sunday or whenever we watched it, um, we were like, well, we had forgotten. There was still a, a plot twist or two that we were like, we know there's an ending, but like, when is this coming? Um, th- that we were like, oh, wow. Yeah, he is way creepier than, than we thought the first time. Yeah. And he's pretty... Yeah. At what point during the second watching did you realize that he was creepy? Was it the opening credits where he had the girl tied up? Yes. Where where he was explaining to the girl he the woman he was in bed with Uh, that it was all a misunderstanding. Yeah, basically. Like he's he might be right. (laughs) (laughs) It was just the second time that we were like, oh no. Yeah. But 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 you got to admit like he at by the end you're like I feel kind of bad for him. Mm-hmm. Like these girls were ganging <laughs> up on him. It was a mean, fair kind of started it. Yeah. <laughs> but he loved them. <laughs> so if you love someone, totally okay to kidnap them. <laughs> yeah. And do open heart surgery. To I mean, we started oh. this whole heart. thing by saying we found this movie after like a lifetime <laughs> psycho Sunday binge. So that is the mindset we were in when we watched this the first time. We I were knee deep into that. babysitters and the oh, affairs yeah. and oh, like, all of those. Th- there was one about a babysitter who faked that she had a baby, uh, but the baby had died a long time ago, and but she had faked she was pregnant, and then. Yeah. yeah. So coming so off of that, this yeah. one was like, yeah, I mean, pretty standard stuff. <laughs> that is amazing. That's pretty awesome. Do you guys have a favorite quote or line from the movie, if you can remember any? Oh, this the, this movie did not have good lines. Yeah, but there were no quotable lines. Yeah. Only a very memorable musical scene. <laughs> My what was that? favorite. I literally never laughed so hard in my life when that started happening. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is this it happening? Like almost frame for frame, like, La La Land. La La Land. Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah. that was confusing. Because you're yeah. like, 
wait, is this going to become a musical? Like, right. are we going to get have musical numbers like the rest of this movie? Because it yeah. happens pretty early on yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. early enough where it would be acceptable for a musical to begin adding in music. So yeah. you're kind of expecting that the rest of the movie yeah. it just never happens Never again. happens again. And the fact that that is definitely not that girl's voice. Yeah. Oh, it was probably not. <laughs> Completely different voice. What what my biggest question about that whole scene is like, did they watch La La Land and think like I need this in the movie? <laughs> like it was literally frame by frame. Cause even at th- when it first started, I was like, that looks like where they shot La La Land. Yes. <laughs> and then yes. they did the dance and I was like, What? With like a heavy green screen instead yeah, of yeah, it's an actual, actual. Sad. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed when the reveal is going on and the girl explains why she wants why she's getting revenge on him and she says I'm going to be a doctor and you're an embarrassment to my profession (laughs) that's why she was getting the revenge not because he tried to kill her friend or anything it's because she was going to be a doctor and he's an embarrassment absolutely okay Okay. all right the only the only other one that I I remember being like cringing so it wasn't like a memorable it was memorable in that case was when the girl the um patient the patient the patient one um, uh sophie sophie um is talking to her mom and says i'll see you soon and the mom's like like, no no you won't yeah (laughs) (laughs) what this is so weird and awkward and uh." so yeah yeah do you want to share some initial thoughts caitlin before we jump into the plot it was just, I, I have no initial thoughts. I, I don't have any. Just start with the plot. <laughs> I can't, I can't. So this movie opens up with some credits that give you flashbacks to, I don't know if it's the first two movies or just the first one, because apparently in the second one, he's in Mexico and kidnaps somebody else. Mm. Oh, so we that still was haven't very looked confusing. up first and second movies. <laughs> yeah, so. we just like came across them, but we didn't know. I mean, we know that he has this girl in this, well. (laughs) Just dive in. (laughs) Yeah. So our main character, Sophie, she wakes up and she's freaking out because she had a nightmare and she goes in the kitchen and both of her parents wake up. And this is like the only time you ever see her dad for some reason. And they were so insensitive. Like this girl was kidnapped by a doctor and probably raped. And they were like, Love. "You just gotta let it go. You gotta let it go." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this I was, is not happening right now. I was also really confused because they said, "Oh, that's the third nightmare this week," and I was those seemed frequent for this happening so long ago. So I wondered, well, did this just happen? Like, does the second does oh. this movie pick up where the first one left off? No, it was two years. Yeah. So, like, a reasonable enough time to assume that she might stop having nightmares. <laughs> Maybe. I don't want to be insensitive like her parents. <laughs> and then, yeah, so it's this incredibly insensitive scene where her parents are basically just like, you just need to get over this. We don't care that you were kidnapped and almost murdered. Yeah. We just... Let it go. Yeah, just let it go. And then we're introduced to our, I guess, well, he's really the antagonist, but Daniel has sympathy for him. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Albert Beck. He's the guy from Batman. He was in The Dark Knight, in case you uh, didn't recognize him. And they're laying in bed, and we find out that they've been together for three months which is apparently a big deal because she decides that's the perfect time to start sharing all of their dirty secrets with each other. Which hers was 
ridiculous. Yep. Ridiculous. I mean, Who I assumed that? that was what it was going to be. Yeah. Who writes that? Oh, okay. She tells him he's he, he is hesitant to share his secret with her. Well, we got murderer and lesbian. I mean, which one's worse? Yeah. <laughs> she reveals that she had a lesbian relationship in college, and he says, oh... I was, or he was like, oh, I went to, went to court over a Mal- malpractice. Yeah, dispute. over a malpractice dispute, and she asked him what happens, and he says, oh, I was accused of kidnapping and murdering <laughs> or almost murdering a patient, which is like, is that really malpractice? <laughs> but, but at the same point, I was like, well, he didn't get, like, sentenced. So for for her to not believe. Like, freak yeah. out and run away? Yeah, that was, was weird odd. for me. Yeah, I was like, agreed. Yeah, because he, he tells her almost nothing about it. Like, mm-hmm. we can see watching it, mm-hmm. the flashbacks in we his head. We should have been able to see. I know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, like, we're getting to see what's happening, but, like, what he's saying to the woman he's in bed with is just, like, very basic. Like, yeah. oh, I had to care for her at her house, whatever. And then suddenly this girl's, like, super freaked out. Yeah. Well, I would be freaked out if I was speaking to a doctor and he said, oh, I had to care for her at my house because I don't know of a single situation in which yeah. a doctor would have to care for someone at their house. Yeah, I mean, that that was weird. But, like, also, if someone tells you something like that, your first response should never, ever be to act afraid and run yeah. away like that. She yeah. could have just left normally and then never spoken to him again. Yeah, yeah. she could have totally ghosted, but instead yeah. she was like, really sketch, like, yeah. oh, I okay. forgot I had a thing. And then doesn't he pull a knife on her yeah. or something? Yeah, a down yeah. at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah. 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 Which, I don't know how he got down there. Yeah, With that was knife. never explained. Yeah, because yeah. she they, they show her running down the stairs, yeah. and then the front door is like two steps from the bottom of the stairs, and suddenly he's there in front of her, Yeah, even though you watched her run down. I, it made no and sense. And that's when you're first introduced <laughs> to his conscious Yeah person and I honestly thought it was like his twin brother and I was like well, this is weird <laughs> this just got real maybe yeah. he did get framed for it maybe it's <laughs> the twin brother yeah but his conscience is always drinking mm-hmm. and always wearing a Hawaiian shirt yeah it has mm-hmm. the most logic <laughs> yeah it's the most logical person in this entire movie so what do we learn from this drink and you will be logical yeah <laughs> Listen to your voices in your head. (laughs) Listen to the voices in your head. And then he he takes some medicine to get rid of the the conscience. Which was also confusing to me. Because it never comes up ever again. It comes up at the end? Mm -mm. Yeah, I think he says. He says like take your meds or something like that at the end, I think. Oh yeah. At the very end, when yeah. he drives away from his yeah. person. Which, is, which, that actually, at the very end, I was like, I want to see the next movie. Right? Because now he has no conscience. Right? Yeah. So He's off the rails now. Yeah. <laughs> which, luckily, this movie came out. Well, we'll get there in a second, because I got some astonishing facts about this guy. <laughs> okay, so, like, recap. So, basically, start of the movie, we're in bed with the doctor and this girl that he's been dating for three months. He tells her that he tried to uh, kill a patient. He, acu- he, he was, was accused. accused of trying to kill a patient. She takes off running. He pulls a knife on her says, I'm going to cut your tongue out. And then what happens? Well, and then we go back to Sophie, who's getting ready to go to college. Her parents are asking her about tuition. Yeah, like they haven't received a bill. They're like, oh, you didn't get a tuition bill? And she's like, yeah, don't, wor- don't worry about it. I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Like handling your own college <laughs> education. Yeah. But 
for me, the sketchiest part of that scene wasn't that they didn't get a bill for college. It was that she was going to college with a backpack <laughs> and nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you would think that most kids would want to take their stuff with them if they're going to go to a whole other state away. Mm-hmm. Which they're in... California. They're in California mm-hmm. and the in school's, the school's in, in Arizona. Arizona. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, and in the previous scene, we find out that the, the doctor, he's going to be a college professor. Is at this point where I'm like, I'm putting two and two together. <laughs> this movie's called Patience Revenge. She's a college student. He's a college professor. I know exactly where this is going. Yep. This movie kept me guessing constantly as to what was going to happen. And like, not even yeah. in, the, in a good way. Just like, what is happening? <laughs> but... It helped me feel very creative because I was just thinking of the craziest plot twist that I could come up with. And I, was like, I think oh, I bet yours this is was better than what we got. Well, we'll get there yeah, when we talk go. about how we can improve it. So then they get to... Oh, and then we're introduced to his class, which we spend a lot of time in this classroom mm-hmm. as if that's the only budget that they had for renting space for this mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> I wrote down, Welcome to Cleavage 101. <laughs> <laughs> That was all of these yeah. girls in this class. Yeah, that was very unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's those are the things where you're just like, it's cutting to this fictional scene without the um his other yeah. guy yeah. there. He need like the, his his alter ego needs to be in each yeah. of those fantasy sequences. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. Because otherwise you're like, wait, when. It's just sloppy, and it gets weird, and you don't, yeah, you don't yeah. know when it's happening. And because of that, there's a scene later that is very frustrating for me guessing what the plot of this movie is, but we'll get there in a second. Uh, I also wrote down this movie is a definitely a legitimate way to start an acting career because none of these girls have lines. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there was a guy in the class, too, and I was wondering if there was going to be some kind of weird joke about him being gay for this guy because that <laughs> seemed to be the only reason... <laughs> why anyone took his class. <laughs> then we meet our secondary protagonist, I guess we can call her, <laughs> Melissa. Yeah. Uh, she's late, and she's blonde, and I definitely said, oh, she's going to trigger him. He's going to be straight-up kidnapping and murdering <laughs> <laughs> all the time. She faints for about two seconds, comes to quite quickly. Yeah, that's the fastest I've ever seen someone faint and come to. Yeah, and it he was said, a beautifully dramatic. Faint. It was. It was. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't the crumple, it was the lean. It was a dip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the hair flowing just so. When you passed out, that was a crumple. <laughs> the three or four like, times. Like, look, it, I've got experience with passing out. It's not as glamorous as Melissa made it look. No. Uh, she says that she's embarrassed. He says, don't be embarrassed. I said, I'm going to kidnap you later. Then you can be embarrassed. Um, <laughs> he also drives a sports car and has a mansion, which I guess is completely normal for a doctor slash college professor in the school that uses a very small classroom. So I don't know what school they're pretending this is or not. <laughs> but a mansion with like no furniture. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> very odd. Yeah. Uh, they I, well, I told Caitlin at one point. Oh, this! They must have needed like two pieces of furniture, like finish the bedroom and then, like the entryway. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, that little like formal sitting room thing. Yeah. yeah. This this whole movie takes place in like four locations. <laughs> I wrote. I also wrote down how much of this movie takes place in this classroom because it felt like that was going to be the rest of the movie once we got <laughs> to that point. Yeah. 
Um, and clearly, you know, it's a medical class because someone put a skeleton in the corner. <laughs> Suddenly, it's now a medical school. Uh, he also gets this letter. What does the letter say? It was like, it calls him a, it's like, I know what you did, pervert, or yeah. something. Uh, and it's got all this hearts on, all these hearts on it. And he's like, oh, I'm getting fan mail already. As he tosses all of his other mail on the floor in this <laughs> office for some reason. Um, and then... He's in the middle of teaching his class. He's handing out these binders, and they open up the binders, and what do they find? Adult magazines. Porn. Porn. <laughs> <laughs> Yours sounds so much classier, though. <laughs> Adult magazines. <laughs> yeah, straight up porn. And the black girl in the class, she's upset. She's like, I paid money for this. <laughs> I paid $45,000 a year for intuition for this. Like, And it's like the, the students actually thought the professor was handing this out. Like, yeah. I immediately would be like, there's been a mistake. Right. And yeah. I wouldn't assume the professor no. was handing that out. Well, she, they thought that because doesn't she accuse him? She's like, oh, I've in read the, the rumors about you mm-hmm. on the yeah. internet. So, but again, like... I guess I guess I'm <laughs> so much more like you probably didn't mean to. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not a girl. <laughs> I didn't mean to print out you know twenty binders of porn to hand out to my students. But like, yeah, yeah, accidents happen like that. <laughs> I, I, would, I would like I would understand like if one of the students got it. Because then he was singling them out. Yeah. But who would... That's just sloppy work. <laughs> Guys and girls. Yeah. yeah. You're just going to get in trouble if you I, do this. I guess I could see it as more of a mistake if it was like if it was like a page inside. Like some yeah. random page. Like he accidentally put it in. Yeah. His, yeah. But because it's in the front, yeah. then it's like, oh, there's something suspicious going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was also confused by the fact that they keep calling it medical school, but mm-hmm. these are all very obviously just like freshmen in college, yeah. undergraduate students. Yeah. So it was all very confusing of like, are are is this medical school or is this just college science biology classes? <laughs> it was very confusing. It, it was. I don't think they learned anything in that class. Oh, they didn't. And he threw out so many. I wish that I had gone back and looked up like, all of the medical jargon that he throws out, because I wanted to know how true that was, because everything he said sounded made up. Yeah. He's like, oh, she's got cardiovascularitis <laughs> or something. Got a bad case of photosynthesis. <laughs> oh, it's not as bad as uh, Jason X, where they're talking about the temperature. Yeah. The temperature will bring her back. He immediately assumes, figures out that Sophie... Uh, framed him and I definitely thought that she was wearing a wig to like be in hiding. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. The whole time. It looked yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So I was expecting again all these things that you're just like <laughs> I that's why I didn't trust her. Because I'm yeah. like well, she's should, gonna pull she's off a wig at some point. So sketchy. Yeah. But I, I, I assumed Again, based on the title, that she was getting her revenge, <laughs> and she was trying to hide herself. And I was like, well, your wig didn't work, because <laughs> we yeah. recognized you. Again, we didn't know the title when we watched it, so. <laughs> That would really change the way you looked at this movie, if you didn't know the title. I think yeah. I think we only knew, like, Doctor, or... Stalked by my doctor. Stalked by my doctor, so. Yeah. Oh, Melissa comes to defend him. Yeah. She has so many opportunities to kill him. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know sure. why she just didn't take those opportunities then. Well, right. it was at this point that 
Oh, let's go back for a second because Sophie meets up with some random biker guy yeah. who is covered in oil, but his white bike is like clean. <laughs> and says that she wants him to to do something for her. And he says, you got to do a little something for me. And like, does a little like arm touch thing. And I'm like, oh, you're about to trigger her. And I definitely thought that she was going to come back and murder him at some point. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought she was just going to do whatever he wanted. Oh. I forgot that was even a scene in the movie. <laughs> oh, I was for sure she was just going to be like, yeah, whatever it'll take to get this guy. Well, it was also kind of funny because he does that and then she just hands him a yeah. lot of cash. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was for sure he was going to be like, that's not what I meant. Yeah. Okay. Nope, just cut to you. I, I assume that there would be a lot more killing You're in this than, like, than there was. skipping around a lot. Well, because my notes don't make any sense. <laughs> I mean, I can remember the movie this pretty well. This is just as logical as the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you forgot about how he was, like, originally stalking um, oh, Melissa. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was taking pictures taking of pictures Melissa. pictures of her. Uh, at one point. Right. Do you want to toss anything else out there? Okay, so, no, he's just taking pictures, and then he gets beat up by the guy that Sophie hired. Which is my other favorite line in the movie. This guy shows up with all these other guys. <laughs> do they ride up on motorcycles, or do they just I don't even know. I think I... they just walked up. Okay. They say, hey, Dr. Kidnapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't even hear that. Nope. <laughs> and then they kind they beat him up, but it doesn't... Like, he hurts his wrist or something. Mm -hmm. It's also all supposed to be on a college campus, but, like, when he's... When the doctor's sketchily taking pictures of Melissa, he's just, like, standing kind of behind, like, a palm tree. Yeah. Taking pictures on a college campus where where no one is walking by and when he's getting beat up, there happens to be no one walking by. (laughs) Except for Melissa. Conveniently Melissa. Right out at the end, yeah. I don't know how many times in this movie I said to Nigel about Melissa, I was like, oh, she deserves whatever's coming. (laughs) 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 She'd be in a hoe. (laughs) She let her strap fall down in class. I was like, you deserve anything. (laughs) Yeah. Well, which leads me to my next point, because she shows up conveniently right after he gets beat up. Right. And it's at this point that I think to myself, she's playing the long con. Mm. This isn't Sophie's patient mm. revenge. This is Melissa's patient revenge. Yeah, he called that so early. <laughs> oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. And I alert. just thought she was just a early. hoe bag, so <laughs> I was just like, this girl deserves whatever. Uh, gotta go after that silver fox. Yep. And for some reason, when she sees that he's hurt, he says, I have to go to my classroom. Yeah. Like, I guess to make it seem more like a medical school <laughs> instead of like, I have medical supplies in my class- classroom with the skeleton. So he takes her up to the classroom and he's like, uh, has a cut on his wrist. And he was like, you got to sew me up, Sophie. Or I mean, Melissa, you got to sew me up. And then she does because he Apparently walks Apparently it was that it. bad. Yeah, apparently it was that bad. He didn't feel like going to the cops, which just screams you're guilty if you're not going to take that to the cops, but okay. It's also interesting to note there were several moments throughout this movie where people had blood on them, and then it disappeared, and then it reappeared. (laughs) And this is the first of many instances. Uh, She gives him his number and says, go ahead and call me. It doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah. Because she's playing the long con. She doesn't (laughs) care. She's got to be there for him. Stat. And then it turns into La La Land. Yeah. The best part of the movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, easily the best part of the movie. That was... And it's, like, basically frame-by-frame frame La La Land. It the, was. Uh, the, the, and to clarify, the it's the scene where uh, Ryan Gosling's character and Emma Stone, they're walking home from the party. Right. Down that kind of, I guess it's like a hill where they're overlooking the city of Los Angeles because it's La La Land. Yeah. Got to remember that. I almost said San Francisco. And, like, they're tap dancing. Oh, yeah, they start tap dancing. They're sing- I don't even yeah. remember what the song was about. I was just so blown away by the mm-hmm. fact there was a musical <laughs> number in the middle and of this. And it's not like it's one that that's over pretty quickly. Like, yeah, it was, it was a like a full thing. full-length feature theatrical song. Yeah. And they sit down on a bench at one point, and they start pulling things out of a bag, and I didn't think that yeah. the things in the bad bag made sense. And he was wearing a... Thes- oh, he had a stethoscope yeah. on for some yep. reason. I was like, why does he have a stethoscope? Yep. <laughs> like, Reminder, he's still a doctor. <laughs> we gotta remind people he's still a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, maybe that was some carryover, like... Maybe at some point that's what was going to be part of his character, but they lost the scope. <laughs> <laughs> they did the scene at the very beginning of the yeah. movie. <laughs> oh, that scene was weird. Yeah. I then wondered if this movie was going to turn into a La La Land parody mm-hmm. at this point, uh, but it didn't. No, I mean, this, sadly. so many things happen in this movie, and you say, oh, is this going to be what type of movie yeah. this is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. But yep. then you're proven so wrong yeah. because it just continues to be a Lifetime movie. <laughs> then there's another cat fight. I don't remember why. Because she said, Melissa and Sophie meet in the middle and she's like, Melissa was like, you called people to beat up the doctor. Why'd you do that? He didn't do anything wrong. And she was like, you're a bee. You don't know my story. And then they cat fight. Because oh, right. Melissa was defending the doctor's honor. Is this where he puts the the drug no. in her no, weird? That's, no, that's, that's a, later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, then we find. Did you out- even watch this? <laughs> <laughs> so many things happen in this movie. It's true. It's I just true. like I remember. I remember what happened. I just don't remember the order, and I don't think it matters what order it happened in. For all I know, Sophie threatened to cut off his penis in the beginning of the movie, and everything transpired from there. All right. All right. Do you want to tell us what happens next then? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Okay. Well, it's then we find out that he's talking to, I guess, like the dean or his boss or whoever. The guy that hired him. The guy that hired him. Yeah. Who I don't also know. seems very sketchy. Yeah. Like he probably yeah. should have been selling used cars instead <laughs> of running a college. And he says that fourteen students want to transfer out of his class, and there was like seven kids in his class. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, he was like, "Oh, clearly this is evidence of you being a terrible person." And I thought, "Well, no, maybe he's just a bad teacher. <laughs> yeah. Maybe people wanted to get out during that ad drop week. I don't know." Yeah, because like Sophie has a petition going on oh, to like yeah, get him yeah, yeah. fired, and like a thousand. She's no, got no, that, co- that comes later. Well, yeah. she's got posters all up over the right. school talking about how he's a like pervert and everything. Yeah. Uh, because those are the two things she took to school with her, her backpack and a yeah. stack of flyers. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the essentials. Uh, and the guy says that it's going to be you, me, Sophie, and the board. So apparently there's going to be a new trial. At this point, I thought the movie is going to be another trial at the boardroom <laughs> of this college, but that is also not, not what, what this happened. movie <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh... 
it's also at this point that I realized that this movie was clearly about the intricacies about the politics of the hashtag Me Too movement. Because <laughs> he's accused of all these things that he actually did. People are defending him and people are not defending him. Right. Hashtag relevant. <laughs> hashtag me too. I also noted that he was probably going to get fired for doing the same thing that he did before instead of trying to be a decent person, which he is incapable of doing, apparently. <laughs> All right. Then he tries to poison Sophie, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And she's eaten. Did you guys figure out what she was eating? Because I couldn't tell if it was like <laughs> soup or cereal. It looked or... like cereal. And yeah. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Because she leaves it for a little bit. No, When do you leave your cereal <laughs> with, with milk on it? And who wouldn't see him stick the drops of whatever? Yeah, again, yeah. they're on a college there campus. Were, there were kids, like, right <laughs> yeah. in, they, near there. Yeah. I'm pretty sure someone was even sitting at her table. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He comes over, he, like, puts the drops in her food and then like walks away and like hides behind like the corner of a building (laughs) as if no one in the like 50 extras that are in the background would see him. Sometimes these Lifetime movies are like, you remember those, those shows that Nickelodeon made for like tweens and teenagers it's almost like that, but, like, for adults. Oh, yeah. But they yeah. never figured out how to yes. make things better than they actually <laughs> yeah. were. Yep. So it's like, haha, I'm going to do this thing that clearly I can't get away with in real life, but for the sake of the story, it's going to be sketchy. <laughs> Got to connect these dots. Yeah. No matter how crazy it is. <laughs> they just took the tween shows, and any time they went to prank their siblings, they just replaced it with either murder or sex. <laughs> It's <laughs> actually like that's a perfect formula for a lifetime. <laughs> it's iCarly, but with murder <laughs> and affairs. <laughs> um, he so he hides behind the 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 building so he can be conveniently nearby to save her when she starts having this spasm or whatever, and he mm-hmm. sticks this nasal pump in her nose and. Apparently that makes her better. And he's like, oh, clearly she's on opioids. Yeah. I said, hashtag Hashtag relevant. (laughs) And they find like drugs in her backpack that he planted there. And they say, you know what we should do? We should kick her out. Yep, she's gone. Because that's what you do with people who are addicted to opioids. So she gets a petition together and 1,293 students signed it, which is probably more people than we've seen on screen at this point in the <laughs> oh, movie. Yeah. But, like, how big is that school? Like, I don't know. I only saw ever, ever saw one room. Right. <laughs> so you're, like, a thousand people? That's either, like, a lot, that's everyone that goes to that school, or it's nobody. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got no... No reference. No idea, well, yeah. Again, I was defending him, and I was thinking, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, like, all of these stupid kids are just getting on the bandwagon to try to get this poor <laughs> I professor. I that. Because, like, everyone signs petitions yeah, for whatever. For the, oh, here, sign this petition. 50 other kids have signed it. Oh, I want to be part of that. <laughs> like, I was just like, this is bogus. Also, they didn't really vet poor the guy. petition for fake names or anything, so we don't know how yeah. many people actually yeah. signed. Uh, Those motorcycle and, dropouts probably signed it. Yeah. How do you but, know they were dropouts? Oh, Come on. They didn't finish school. <laughs> At least not medical school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they went to the community college next door. <laughs> Where they sold drugs. <laughs> to all the medical students who could probably access it. For in <laughs> <classrooms>. <laughs> That's a whole drug rave. 
<laughs> it's just a drug ring where they're selling <laughs> drugs back and forth to each other. Great. Hey man, I'm gonna sell you sell them back these drugs that they just <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, and also every adult in this movie just tries to brush the problem under the rug instead of actually dealing with it they're like oh we should kick Sophie out that'll solve all of our problems oh we should fire this professor that'll solve all of our problems Sophie you need to just get over it (laughs) (laughs) then she gets her mom involved with it for some reason that was so frustrating (laughs) I just I can't I can't even, can't <laughs> not even with Sophie's mom. In the beginning, she's like, get over it. Nothing you can do about it. You've got to just move on. You can't hurt him. And then, like, immediately Sophie's like, I've got this elaborate plan. This is what I'm going to do. I need you to lie for me, commit felonies for me. And her mom's like, absolutely. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> and I just don't understand. Doesn't she, like, tell her, like, don't tell your father at some yes. point? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I also noted that this movie is consistently two actions away from turning into a porno. Yes. Oh, it, it, the whole time you're kind of sitting there ready to like. <laughs> you got your finger on the fast yeah, forward yeah, button. You're just like, well, especially because like the beginning when he first walks into his classroom, you're yeah. just like yeah. meeting all of his students, and then all of a sudden there's like three girls in lingerie on top of desks yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. So. So then, like later in his bedroom. Yeah. With the dream. Yeah, I was so confused yeah, that, that was, was real very <laughs> frustrating also because prior to that I thought oh what if Melissa and Sophie are in on it together and then they sh- they showed up and they're like oh we're gonna make out or something I was like they are in on it together <laughs> this is how it happens <laughs> yep. they're gonna sex them and drug them and then I didn't actually get any further than that thought. <laughs> uh, that's crazy Oh, he also says, I've done nothing wrong since I got here, except for starting a relationship with a student. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I think at, at this point, Melissa is dating the doctor already. Pretty much and, dating him. Yeah, and she he takes her to his house, and there's a picture of her that he took. We haven't gotten there yet, because oh. we, you forgot about the date that they go on. She said, oh. he, uh, You want to go get coffee? Or a donut at a bar, and by coffee, I mean wine, and by donut, I mean sex. <laughs> yeah, and oh. then he takes her back to her his well, place. But then there's another, we find out, it's revealed to the audience, he was like, oh, I was married before. And she says, oh, what happened to her? Yeah, and yeah. he goes, she fell. Yeah. Long pause as we watch him throw this woman off <laughs> of a cliff. Yeah. And he says, yeah. in love with someone else. <laughs> I didn't know how to explain that. <laughs> you can't explain that. That's not a great there. idea, though. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It was at this point that I realized that, or I thought to myself, what if Melissa is the daughter of this woman that he oh. threw off it? <laughs> and to take it a step crazier... What if there's like a Darth Vader situation and he's her father? Yeah. 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 I didn't Ew. Have that yeah. <laughs> well, this is right before. Yeah. They, so when he brings yeah. her back and you're like, no, don't do well, it. Well, <laughs> okay. But it would have made sense Ugh. because uh, so they go back to his house and she sees the picture on his nightstand that he has of her and she likes it. Yeah, oh. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that was the most... That should have been, uh, like, giveaway that she was 
in it or in like you know no part. he was too delusional well, to realize no, that no, was for, this. it should have been oh, a clue for, for you. me <laughs> <laughs> but she was just I just was like her, she is so into her response was impressive Ugh. it, it was proves so you love me gross yeah but was Ugh. that part of the dream sequence yeah exactly you never know ever yeah. Because then Sophie comes in, and Sophie's like, oh, I'm in love with you too. And they start getting naked, but then it cuts to him waking up, and it's all a dream. Mm-hmm. But but, but she's, Melissa's still there and was wearing yeah. his shirt and using his toothbrush. Yeah, first date, using his toothbrush. Uh, but Sophie, like, you see Sophie, like, yeah. come, sneak into the yeah. house, grab a butcher's knife. Again, yeah. out Which, of his yeah, right, consciousness. Yeah. So you don't right. know... Because, like, the rest of it, once she goes upstairs, drops the knife, and starts making out with Melissa, you're like, okay, that's not actually happening. But did she actually come in? And if so, then why did she leave? And yeah. if she did come in, the ending of the movie doesn't make any sense. Right. But if she didn't actually come in, why is his dream sequence having <laughs> her come in with a knife? That I, is such a good point. I didn't even think about the whole knife Because like, his, his thing. dream wouldn't really be able to... I, in my mind, they have more experience with this. So <laughs> extend outside the room. Yeah, like right. outside of his view. Like that. Maybe right. that's how crazy he is, though. He's but just he got never these... does it before. Yeah, he like, doesn't. Well, yeah. Or after. So. <laughs> or ever again. Or, yeah. <laughs> but despite the dream sequence, I did start to question if they were in on it together. And when they started making out, I said, they are in on it together. This was one of those moments where I was shouting at my TV. <laughs> And then it was a dream, and I was very disappointed. I wrote that it was a problem, that she used your toothbrush, and he said, let's go for a hike. And I said, so I can throw you off the mountain. <laughs> um, yeah, but he loved her. He wasn't going to kill her. No, she said, let's go for a hike. Oh, she yeah, did? she said, let's go no, for I a hike. No, I thought he did, because he was fired. No. Oh. She said, let's go for a hike. But she said that she had class. After class. She said that after class. She said, when I, I come he back. Said it. No, she said, <laughs> did any of you watch this movie? She said, when oh, I get back maybe from I was class. Saying so that she can exactly. throw him off the mountain. That's what you were saying. Got it. See, I told you, none of my notes make sense. I got to stop taking notes while I watch the movie. Yeah, you pay attention, you know what happens. <laughs> um, and then Sophie comes in, and does she. She incapacitates him. I don't remember how. Hits him over the head with something. Yeah. And she ties him up in the backyard. On a very nice, cushy mat. Yeah. Yeah. How thoughtful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they rented this house. They can't afford to get prop blood everywhere. Like. <laughs> they, uh, th- she puts a gag in his mouth, but he can still talk. Yep. So it makes you yeah. wonder what the point of the gag was in the first place. And she has plenty of time to mess him up. Yeah. But then Melissa comes back because she forgot her homework at his house. Which, which, when went, did she have time to do our homework? And, right? and, and part of the whole story, what was the point of that scene? Right. Like, there wasn't. Yeah. It was, I was just for us. the runtime. Yeah, it was yeah. just for us. Like, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it, it was just yeah, to keep about on convincing what the end, us. Yeah, with, like, the end in mind that right. they planned this whole long yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. It was just And then to they, keep like, legitimately guessing. hurt each other. Like yeah. he, she they whacks straight up fight. Melissa yeah. in the head. She's got blood that disappears and reappears. Yeah. on the mm-hmm. forehead. I thought that I thought that her mom was going to be the getaway driver. Because yeah. I think the think at this point, like she had told her mom yeah. what she was going to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so well, I just kind of wondered if mom was going to hang out. But then we find out that her mom was using her credit card in 
California to try to, like, <clears throat> pretend to be her and say that she was there. Which also, that scene doesn't make sense then, because Melissa was the one to push him to call the cops. Which, why would Melissa want the cops to get involved at this point? Realism. I told you, they're playing the long con. That but, scene, but that whole scene didn't make sense at yeah, all. Yeah, no. It didn't. It was too risky. And, it, it yeah, just, and then they get the cops involved, like, willingly. Well, Danielle pointed out a good thing about when um, Sophie is driving away, she says about the mom and the phone call. <clears throat> I literally do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you said. So she says, so um, I was with you the whole time, right? Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if, if the whole thing is that her mom was using her credit card in California, and then yeah. the mom later to the cops is like, she was at my house the entire time, why would, why would Sophie make a call to her mom? If oh, like, if you're sitting in the house, yeah. yeah, like, I'm not going to be sitting right. in the living room and call Daniel. Too. But and as we find out, the detectives are on her side. Exactly. Yeah, 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 but because even at the end, they're like, oh, you faked your own death. You yeah. did all this <laughs> illegal stuff. <laughs> and we're still going to find him. Um, I was but, Again, I was very mad and said this is very <laughs> unbalanced. This just made me think about... Like, if she's supposed to be with her mom the whole time, why was her mom at the coffee shop? Yeah. Like, they have video of her, just of of Sophie. Yeah. Yeah. So, clearly she wasn't. Yeah. This was horribly planned. That was, that whole scene was just bad writing. Just that scene or the rest of the movie? Just that scene. (laughs) The Lala scene was great. The, the rest yeah. of it was this, bad. This scene is where the movie really starts to fall yeah. apart and you call BS on everything. Right. <laughs> I'm still thinking she's going to take off her wig at some point. Yes. yes. Yeah. Still thinking that's going to be part of the plot. But she puts her wig on. Yeah. That was so yeah. confusing. All of the flashbacks, and it's probably just because we didn't watch the first and second movies, yeah. but all of the flashbacks, Sophie is this like beautiful, preppy yeah. like cheerleader girl. And in this movie, she's like this emo, goth, punk girl. Because yeah. that's what happens when you're kidnapped yeah. and almost murdered. Apparently. And your parents don't believe you that you're struggling. But are willing to, like, commit yeah, fraud. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'd rather you do that than talk about your feelings with them. <laughs> Can so I explain then, the next part? The It depends. Are you going to do the right next part? Uh, what is it? <laughs> Where uh, Melissa tells the doctor that they need yeah. to kill Sophie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Melissa tells the doctor, hey, we should kill Sophie because the doctor receives a phone call from Sophie saying, like, I'm going to kill you. And, like, she. Oh, yeah. She has a shotgun. Yeah. She, like, does her little shotgun thing. Which might be overkill for the context of this movie. But. (laughs) And then. So Melissa convinces the doctor we have to kill her. So they just decide to. This is my favorite. To drive all night to get to California, right? Yeah, they're going to go to Sophie's house to kill her. Right, so they drive all night to get to California to kill Sophie at her house, but then Sophie leaves. Pause for a second. Somehow they get a gun on the black market. Right. Which doesn't raise any red flags for the doctor. He's just like, oh yeah, all college women know where to get a gun on the black market. And then they drive all night to Sophie's house, get there 
early morning-ish, I guess, and then follow Sophie and it's night again. And I don't know what happens <laughs> That's a good day. point, yeah. <laughs> and then they follow Sophie to this, like, place where she this, is like, clearly buying... Warehouse. Yeah, where she is clearly buying guns because there's a very nice, convenient sign that says guns in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It says, like, wait here for guns in Yeah, <laughs> in <laughs> California. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. In a shipping container. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it would have been really funny if they drive all the way out to California to kill Sophie, and, and then she, she drives. drives back to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So they're at the the guns and ammo store in California. Shipping container. <laughs> and then while they're at this guns and ammo store, uh, Sophie apparently is in the car still, and... Um, Melissa starts freaking out. I can't kill him. I can't kill him. I can't do this. I can't. And he was like, you were the one that had this whole plan. You're going to do it. And then he was like, no, it's okay. I'll, I'll do it for you. And he so, looked, he was so like nice about it. That was the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he was like, what? Oh, What's that's okay. This? Yeah. I'll, I'll go kill her. He for was you. so yeah. nice about it. Like, I was just like, he's such a nice guy. <laughs> I, the whole time I was like, he's the one that's being victimized here. <laughs> Just say it. But then she decides to do it. She yeah. She runs over. Very and, frantically and quickly. Yeah. And we hear... Like two s- shots. Well, Sophie's like, says like, Melissa, what are you doing here? Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. And then she kills Sophie. She says, yeah. Sophie, forgive me. Or something like yeah. that. Something dramatic. <laughs> and, then, and then she And I runs. wondered if they killed her in such a way because they were trying to pull the wool over our eyes or if because they just didn't have the budget to show anyone actually dying. Because that La La scene, La La Land scene took, that took all their all money. Their money. <laughs> <laughs> so then Sophie, I mean, Melissa shoots the car Sophie was in and it blows up, big explosion. She's like, I think I shot the gas tank. Yeah. That explosion, okay. no. I believe this. On no. <laughs> Most realistic part of the movie. <laughs> That's where their budget went. Yeah, yeah. that explosion. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So they go back home after Sophie's been dead for like, what, a week or two? Yeah. They finally figure out who it is because of dental records. Right. And the detectives come back and say that they want to, they want to talk to the doctor about what happened. Mm-hmm. And they pretend to, like, not know who Melissa is, even though they totally know. And then we hear her screaming from the other room, and we go upstairs, and she's all tied up. Mm-hmm. In, like, a hospital gown. In a yeah, hospital no, gown. Well, yeah, but it looked like she had been, like, a feral child. Like, yeah. how yeah. she was wearing it yeah. was so I didn't crude. think it was a hospital gown. I thought it was, like, a pillowcase that she, like, cut out, like, a head hole and armholes. Because it, it was just weird. Like yeah. you said, it was just, like, yeah. child. She was, like, and... a crazy person. Yeah. How she was wearing it. Yeah. yeah. I legitimately was confused at this point. Like, yes. was all of this fake? Like, was yeah. he creeping yes. all of it? Yes. <laughs> exactly. So but he was Because then he even said it. He was, like, <laughs> did, did I do yeah. this? Did I do this? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I don't know, did you? <laughs> yeah, because we're thinking, like, it's physically impossible for her to, like, tie herself up right. well, in the way that I she had herself tied she up. Had, she had one arm loose, mm-hmm. so she could have tied up her other yeah. arm, or her feet, and then her other arm, and then she was like, oh, I got, I got this out. one loose, yeah. but, like, I don't know. But the timing, like, that's nothing. We like, yeah. yeah. So that's why he was like, did I do it? <laughs> and we're like... 
Um, <laughs> I don't know. Are you asking us? <laughs> Weirdly enough, this movie does a lot to make you think that things happen. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, how does the timing work? But the way act- things actually play out, the timing is pretty on point, actually, for the way things transpire. Yeah, okay. there's not a whole lot of lapse of time. No. And also, how long? Did this happen over, like, two days? No, because it was, like... It was, like, two weeks since Sophie had been dead, so yeah. you gotta give him oh, two weeks. Okay. So what were they yeah. doing for two weeks while Sophie was dead? Were they just, Hiking. like, having sex in his house? Like, why did she have... Like? Yeah, why was she having so much, like, sex with him if she was in on it the right. whole time? Exactly, right? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. I'm saying poor guy. Because he's a silver fox. <laughs> oh, that was, that was weird. And they also find a bomb under his bed. Oh, right. oh, when they pull that out and they're like, <laughs> yeah, that's C4. Daniel's rant at this point when we watched it back this time was hilarious. They're just like, and they just like plop it down. Yeah. Like, boom. They don't take it, like, the crime scene techs are in there, like, in their lab gear yeah. and everything. They look under the bed, see a bomb. Don't take any pictures. Don't tell anyone. They yeah. just casually pull it out and plop it on the bed. And we're like, oh, yeah, for sure. And, and then he's waving it around work. and goes, this is C4 downstairs. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's that's normal behavior. C four construction dynamite. <laughs> like they make sure to like elaborate on that. And and Melissa says, "Oh, he told me he was using it for a science project." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty great. I also at this point had no idea what was going on. No, I was just because he. Well, because then he um, he is it? Be, oh, before they start exploring the house. He like injects the detectives with something. No, that's no, that after. was upstairs. Yeah, and when she starts screaming and they were like coming after yeah, him, yeah, yeah. he gets one of them, and then he runs. Um, so that guy passes out, and then he runs downstairs, and then he um, opened the door as a decoy. the The detective comes down and's like walks outside, and he gets that one. Yeah, and then that guy starts falling, and he runs to his car. Yeah, and, and then that's when the detectives come in and start looking everything. Yeah, yeah. so he's yeah, yeah, gone, yeah, yeah. he's on the run, and then they're looking at the house. Yes. I didn't I didn't realize that he was, like, giving them something to make them sleep. I thought that he was I, murdering I th- them. Me too. <laughs> and I wondered, what, he, what did he expect to do with those bodies? If he was <laughs> well, I thought he was like, I'm out of here. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Yeah. He's going to go back to Mexico. Yeah. Where was Melissa? She was she was uh, tied up, so they. No, no, no. Where was Melissa after he like jabbed the detectives? Still laying in bed. She was. Oh. No, no, no. Because they. Oh yeah, I guess. No, because he gets her out, and he's like, "Did I do this?" Or maybe she was laying in she, bed she was because she was bed. there with the detectives yeah. when right. they came too. So he just left her. And yeah. I guess she just chilled out because that was the right thing to do. Okay. Okay. Oh, it was so wrong. And then she has like a massive band-aid <laughs> on her yeah. face. Like, oh, and massive. it's it's never stuck to no. her forehead. Yeah, it's, it's like always half yeah. falling off. Yeah. Like they didn't pull back her hair and put no. it on. They just they just were like, it. hey, you need to wear this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And I I don't know. Maybe I don't know how these things work, but I don't think that they would just put a band-aid from somebody's cabinet on your like head injury. Yeah. <laughs> no. Maybe wrap it. And it was the same. Didn't she have a Band-Aid on her yeah. head? Yeah. Because that was what? They had to reuse the Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, ew. Gotta go. <laughs> oh. oh. 
cut off her boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was, was going to cut my boobs off. <laughs> what? <laughs> and it was like, in that case, you would not use that vocabulary. No. no. You wouldn't. This is no. a serious. And so when she said that, I was just like, this is. Well, so I mean, weird. she's a college student, so maybe she would use that if that's she's, just But her she's normal. a nursing student. Yeah. <laughs> she's going to be Is a she a nursing <laughs> student? She's had, like, what? A week of classes? <laughs> like, just because she's dating a doctor doesn't <laughs> make her a nurse. But her profession? Yeah. Uh, she's going to be a doctor. She's going to be a doctor. Except for the fact that she's going to be in trial term. for being a part of a... Um, right? A, she was a part of... Um, Premeditated mm-hmm. legal activity. Yeah, yeah. And um, so she, really, she's an embarrassment to her prison. Yeah, she should have someone trying to kill her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we did have that. <laughs> See, he was right all along. Yeah. So then she's going somewhere. We don't know yet where yet. And I'm wondering. Did she not think that maybe he would come after her? Or is she like, oh, he's gone for good? Yeah. And we find out Sophie's been alive this whole time. Hanging Surprise. out in Melissa's aunt's house. Now, did you guys think that they were lovers? Or what did you think that their relationship was the first time that you saw this? Oh, yeah, because I hardcore was like, oh, they lesbians. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. too. Yeah. The first time we watched it, I was like, oh, this is not what I thought. This yeah. is weird. Yeah. And it was very anticlimactic. Like, she just walks in, and there's Sophie sitting on the, like, at a piano bench. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, oh, hey, Sophie, you've been dead for about 10 minutes now. <laughs> yeah. And, like, my. Okay, so her reaction was to put on a whole bunch of makeup and a wig, like, not color your hair. Right. Yeah. Oh, and, the, and like, the, the most elfish clothing you've yeah. ever seen. Like, yeah. hair. Like, you wouldn't. You'd no. be like, you are. Clearly faking your identity. <laughs> yeah. right now. Either you're at like live action role play, or you are hiding from the cops. Right. Yep. <laughs> she went with, like, location, location, location. Yeah. She went with white blonde Elsa elf wig. She yeah. even calls her Elsa at one point. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then she and goes five with, feet of hair. Yeah. yeah. Five feet of hair, and then she goes like eight shades darker in yeah. her complexion for bronzer. Oh yeah. Right? Like, like who's gonna so have much. like super, super tan skin and then, like, bleach blonde hair. Right. It was very odd. Yes. Yeah. So, very obviously, more fake wig than what she had on before. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then he shows up because he did follow her. Right. And she, we learned the whole plan. It turns out that Sophie and Melissa have been friends since they were children. Which, why did we need to explain that? I don't know, but... I mean, they could have just said But not like forever. they've been consistent friends. Like, no. they specifically say, like, they were friends, and then, like, she moved away. Right. And then she <laughs> called me years later and told me what you did. Yeah. So it was like this, like, oh, yeah, I sat next to this girl in, like, kindergarten homeroom. I'm totally going to go sleep with this guy for yeah. three weeks and then murder him for her. Yeah. And after this horrendous event, she's the person that I want to call. Not right. Wait a second. Somebody else. Wait a second. What about this? Don't, like, a lot of serial killers and narcissists get other people to do the dirty work for them? So she got her mom and Melissa to get or to do her dirty work. Yeah. So. You're not wrong. But, I mean. (laughs) This is clearly a making a murderer situation where 
he's getting his just desserts by doing what he done did to Sophie. So they're what friends. Uh, oh, they're friends till the end. Best friends to the end. And this and isn't even the end. There's a no. whole other part. Oh, my gosh. And this is, again, where we watched it for the second time. We were like, we know the end, but this feels like a whole other start to another whole section. Yeah. And it is. And I forget how, how it happens, but he he somehow incapacitates them and ties them up. So he gets Sophie. Yes. With some stuff. Okay. And then he chases Melissa into the bedroom. She pulls out the shotgun. Click. He grabs the shotgun. Knocks her out. No, I think she... Oh, you're, you're getting ahead him. of yourself. That that happens after she gets out from he being tied up. Because tied up on the table. Yeah. So, yeah, how does he get both of them? Uh, I don't know. Gets, <laughs> gets them on the table. <laughs> they somehow end up on the island in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. And this is where up. she says, I'm going to be a doctor and you're an embarrassment to my profession. He says that uh, he starts acting like he's in an operating uh, theater mm-hmm. and he's like oh I'm going to do this procedure on them and he says both of these girls suffer from treacherous hearts <laughs> so apparently so emotions come from hearts he's clearly a really good doctor <laughs> <laughs> but then he starts talking about how he's going to take yeah. Sophie's what? clean heart yeah. and put it in Melissa's body so that dirty she can body. be in, di- in her dirty body so that she can be clean and she's going to take Sophie's clean heart and put it in where he's going to switch their hearts. <laughs> but right after he said that they both have treacherous hearts. It made no sense. And that they yeah. were both going to love him. Yes. Yeah. He thought that switching, switching their, their hearts, hearts. was going to make him love him. So this takes, this goes from like <laughs> lifetime movie dark to this is getting pretty dark. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimate serial killer dark levels at this point. Uh, he, Melissa starts begging with him, saying that she wants to make love to him one more time, and he buys it for some reason, so she's able to hit him over the head with a frying pan. No, no, he, he doesn't buy it. No, he, doesn't he buy says, it. She's like, just... you will whenever yeah. I switch your heart. Oh, yeah. but he gets close. But clo- he gets close to Yeah, he that. gets close to her. Yeah. So he's kind of like, I'm into this still, despite the fact that she's got a treacherous heart. Maybe. <laughs> so she hits him over the head with this pan that she's able to reach in a drawer. Mm-hmm. Didn't really th- any noise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't think that one through. She runs away, grabs a shotgun, tries to shoot him. No bullets. No bullets. That was a mistake on their part. Idiots. Yeah. Also, she yeah. stops at this glass door, and she could easily walk over or like reach up and unlock it and yeah. keep yeah. going or throw something through yeah. it. But she yeah. is. I was fully expecting her to just run right through that door. But she runs yes. and it's like, oh, it doesn't open. I Don't should just crouch bed. behind the bed. Yeah. Right. Which, thankfully, there's a shotgun behind the bed. Which um, Sophie did say she sleeps with a shotgun under her bed every night. I guess an unloaded shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she had to go to the gun and ammo sketchy yeah. shipping container. Yep. To get... To get ammo <laughs> but she, her car blew up so she couldn't get the ammo yep because she was dead oh <laughs> it's revealed that they faked the whole thing with the car in case that wasn't implied I don't know if we <laughs> need to go back and say that um so she she gets him they call the cops cops show up oh no he's gone he's on the run again and the movie ends with him driving down the middle of a well, road it ends well like before that the cops 
realize that Sophie is, is still alive. alive. And they're okay with it. And they're poor totally wig. fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. They pull off her wig. She yeah. like she tries to be say that she's somebody else for a second. Yeah. And they're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> we know you're wearing a wig. But they're but they're fine that yeah. this girl faked her own death, which is illegal, so <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Who's worse? <laughs> Um, Clearly not the doctor. <laughs> so he's he's on the run now. He's driving down the middle of the road. He's yelling with his conscience, mm-hmm. and they break up in the middle of the road because the doctor just wants to be loved. And he said, "Love is out there. Yeah, he'll find. He's it. gonna go find love, aka I'm gonna go set up a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Which this one would be the one that would be really interesting because yeah. he has no." Filter. Or yeah. No yeah. Protection. His conscience is gone. He lives leaves him there right in the middle of the road. And that's that's what I felt like. I was like, is that what they're trying to say? Is now he is unleashed. She is unhinged. Then that's the name of the next lifetime movie. Stalked by my doctor. Unhinged. Unleashed. <laughs> exactly. Which I would I would actually watch that one. But that one would be scary. Yeah. They should yeah. make it a horror one. <laughs> All right, how would you improve it? Like, if you were to turn this into an actually mm-hmm. good movie, what would you do? Would you recast people? Would you change up plot points? <laughs> okay, so I think what I would do is, the, the, like, there are some cool things about it that it keeps you guessing, like, the whole time. So mm-hmm. I would clean that up and make sure that, like, time... It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But they did a good job for a lifetime to keep you just had no idea what was going and really baffling. Um, I would make sure that the um, fantasy um, moments are either less obvious or more obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Just not this ambiguous, weird zone. I mean, of course, the acting is not great. But I actually would probably keep him in it just because he's weird and eccentric and weird. So <laughs> I, mean, I could see him working with some other actors. But um, so I, I would probably keep him in there. What about you? <laughs> no, because it was just like there's so many different angles that you that you could come at it from. But like you said, there were some decent things that kept you guessing. And I feel like any way that you make it a like quote good movie, it would become obvious what's going on. Because yeah. part of the reason why it kept you guessing was you I wasn't as much guessing what will happen. I was asking myself what is happening. <laughs> so like. I was so focused on trying to figure out what I was watching that I wasn't thinking about how is it going to end. But, like, if I wasn't having to ask myself what is happening, (laughs) I probably would have figured it out. So it was like, I don't know, add more musical scenes? (laughs) (laughs) Sure, I don't know. Yeah, they also had so many different things going on. They had a musical. What if the sequel is a musical? (laughs) Unhinged, hashtag musical edition. (laughs) That'd be horrible. But yeah, they just had so many different things. They had a musical, so you didn't know if it was gonna that was gonna happen again. You have him talking to his guy. Um, so then you were like, okay, this is happening. He has these fantasy scenes that aren't related to the guy, his other self. So there's just so many there were like three different big things happening that you pick one and do it better. Mm-hmm. You wanna follow that up? Uh so I think what I would do is plot twist. He has a twin brother. Oh, plot twist. They're triplets. 
So there's, <laughs> there's three of these doctors running around <laughs> causing chaos. Of, each one of the movies has been a different yeah. brother in oh the triplets. <laughs> and he's like, the by only the good one. Yeah, there's like, <laughs> no. he, he really is. No, like, he's he's really like the, the one that's on duty thing and all of his brothers are causing problems for him, making mischief. And making him think that he's done it. <laughs> like, he's crazy. They never <gasps> found out. They, he never knew that he had... Two other brothers yes. that were the same, and so he thinks that they're not real. Yes, this I like that because <laughs> that way he is okay and he didn't do it. Yes, because I know he didn't do it. <laughs> so that's how I would improve. Yeah, this is honestly my favorite section every week that we do this <laughs> podcast because your ideas are just as bonkers as this movie. <laughs> Um, so another sec- uh, segment that we like to do, where are they now? I don't think anyone here would be surprised if <laughs> all of these people have only done Lifetime movies. Mm-hmm. Um, except Eric Roberts. I mean, we mentioned yeah. earlier he was in The Dark Knight. He was also in Heroes, which I never watched, but he was in several episodes oh, of that. okay. Um, I knew he looked familiar from something else, but I couldn't place it. Fun fact about him, he was in 40-some movies in 2018. Yeah, I saw that. Whoa. When we were and looking, we were just like, holy cow. He has 57 in-progress projects oh. right now credited. my gosh. Between wow. being in, like, post-production, finished filming, pre-progress, things like Good that. Good for him. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> probably only making, like, $10,000. A couple thousand yeah. for a movie. Yeah. So, oh, and an interesting fact about... This is the only general fact I could find about this movie... The doctor, Dr. Albert Beck, was listed among TV Guide's 50 most memorable, villain, most memorable villains in July 15th, 2016 issue. Wow. Interesting. All right. And then our, well, one of our last questions to wrap it up. It is a new segment that we just introduced last week called Will the Couple Last? <laughs> and for this week, we are asking, will Albert's next love be the one? And will he reconcile with his conscience? See, I think he's going to reconcile with his conscience. Yeah. I yeah. wish I agree. that the way it would have ended is like he drives off, his conscience is standing in the middle of the road, and then you see his conscience like vanish, you know? And so then like... I didn't have the budget for that. I know. <laughs> but I wish that could have happened because then it would have been like, see, you can't leave him. Is he just gone, or is he, like, gone because now he's back in the car because he can't leave. Mm. He can't leave your mind, you know? So it's, like, he's definitely going to make up with his conscience, but uh, as far as if he's going to no, find I someone don't think, else. I don't think he can find someone else. I he's just not capable so. of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's not I capable of love. hope the next movie is that he meets someone who's equally a psycho as him, and they get together. What if it's just like... a race to kill each other. <laughs> What if, like, the Psycho Babysitter movie they were telling us about? Yeah. yeah. Her. That's, that's true love right there. And then, you know how, like, the normal plot where you need a guide to help you? His guy comes back to help save his own life. <laughs> or, yeah. Or we get some twisted Adams Family-like movie where they're just trying to kill each other the whole time. Like a Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Smith that's situation. What I was, yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So... No, he's not going to find anyone. They both kill. They both die. And the last scene is something like, love kills. (laughs) (laughs) That's what we should be called. Love kills. Love Love kills. (laughs) 
I feel like we basically just we put as much thought into that movie as they put into <laughs> that So if you're listening, yeah. Lifetime, give us some money. So. They're probably gonna sue us or something. Yeah, they're like, "How did you get our script?" <laughs> All right, and then final question: How many treacherous hearts do you give this movie? I give it two treacherous hearts. Two? Yeah. Pretty great. That's a great for you? Two is great? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Considering I gave every other movie besides Chopping Mall zeros. That's true. Two is pretty great for me. This is out of? Five. We Five is kind of like a loose number, though. Yes. Yeah. So, like, three? <laughs> three. You're going to sit at a three? Yeah. I don't know. I think I'm going to go with two. <laughs> I'm going to go with two. Because they... They tried, but I really think that they were writing this when they were... Oh, yeah. I mean, I should give it a one, but... (laughs) But I was so entertained by it. Yeah. Like, Yeah. See... It was entertaining, for sure. That's my thing. It's like, I was... This is probably the second movie that I've been this entertained for since we started this. Mm -hmm. So I will easily give this a four. And this is definitely going on my list of movies to tell people to watch. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'd own this movie just so I could show it to other people. Oh, for sure. (laughs) We do own it now. Yeah. You guys told us it was on Lifetime. It It was was not. not. Yeah. We went back (laughs) to try to find it. And we were like, oh... Okay, I guess it's not there, so we got it on Google Play. Yep. So if you would like to watch this movie, which we recommend that you do, uh, you can get it on Amazon Prime, you can get it on iTunes, Google Play, pretty much everywhere except for the actual Lifetime (laughs) app, which I don't understand. Also, side note about their app, at least for the Apple TV, nothing was in alphabetical order. I had to go through that list several times (laughs) (laughs) trying to find this movie. And they didn't have a search either. Hmm. We do remember that because you were like, how am I supposed to find things? Yeah. Yeah. So would you like to add anything to you guys? Any final thoughts as we close out? Thoughts in your thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just, it was a fun movie. Um, Yeah, definitely one that's worth watching and we're glad we could, we could talk about it with you guys. It was fun being on the show. We really appreciate you guys being on here and being our guinea pig, and (laughs) we will definitely ask you guys to be back at some point. Do you have anything else, Caitlin? No. Watch the movie. It was great. Yeah. Definitely go watch the movie. Yeah. Uh, And you know what would be actually pretty cool? Go to the website, ajourneyintofilm.com, click on the link for this episode, and follow the Amazon affiliate link and rent it through Amazon Prime that way. Or if you just need to buy anything on Amazon, follow that link because it helps out the show financially so that we can have better sound than hopefully this episode has. Uh, You can also follow us on social media, Twitter and Facebook at A Journey Into Film. And as always, hit that subscribe button in your preferred podcatcher of choice either in Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever else I upload this because I can't remember all of them. <laughs> and what are we doing next week? Oh, we talked about it. We did talk about it. I don't remember what we did. Oh, we're doing The Meg next week. Yeah, The Meg. So if you guys want to get ahead, we're going to watch The Meg. Looking forward to it. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.